0: Joining me on the line right now is Paul Burke, the CEO of NT Farmers. Good morning to you, Paul.
1: Good morning, Katie. How are you? Not, morning, too,
0: ba- not too bad, mate. I know um, that you are now at the moment working with producers and stakeholders to prevent the spread. You? Oh, can you hear us all right there, Paul?
1: Yes, I can. You just dropped out there for a sec.
0: That's all right. Now, uh, I know that you are working pretty uh, well furiously at the moment after there was the positive detection of banana freckle found on a rural residential property in Batchelor a little bit earlier this week. Tell us what's happened.
1: So yes, we um, um, had a a very good member of the public that uh, did something that wasn't quite right with their banana plant um, and took it into the Department of Primary Industries, or DIT as it's called now, um, and had some tests done and unfortunately it's come back as banana freckle, which is a real um, um, kick in the guts for a lot of people that went through this through 2013 through to 2018. So... Yeah, it's a a trying time for our banana industry here in the Northern Territory.
0: So, Paul, to those out there who don't know exactly what banana freckle is and why this is such an issue, why is it?
1: So it, it, it affects the, the leaves predominantly and the fruit, and it, it gets a blemish on the fruit. So um, whilst it's, the fruit's fine to eat, and, and we encourage everyone to keep eating bananas, it does uh, have a productivity issue, as well as it, it, it makes the fruit look um, not, not as it should.
0: And so why is that then a concern I suppose um, if, if it's still good to eat, why is it such a concern and and why is the, the most recent detection of banana freckle in the Bachelor area a worry?
1: Um, so it, it means we can't um, take bananas across borders, so across the interstate borders, so it means that that whatever bananas we produce here at the moment needs to stay in the territory so it has some implications around trade and it certainly means that we couldn't export the bananas so so for us um it, it's another challenging mm. issue in in that you know plant pest space and you know it's something that that you know we we hoped we'd got rid of in in 2019 and mm. um all indications at the moment is this looks like a new a new um detection so we were clear of it in 2019, but it looks like um, we're backfighting it again.
0: What are the steps now, uh, following on from this detection earlier in the week, what are the steps now to make sure or to ascertain whether it's contained?
1: So at the moment, um, we're, we're, where we've got uh, positive cases and, and, and we're working with a couple others um, that have potentially got some suspect um, um, plant um, on their property, mm-hmm. so there 's uh, movement res- restrictions on those properties. Um, the department currently through their biosecurity team are out doing significant amount of surveillance in the area, so we can understand how widespread it is and we 've stood up a high level working group of banana freckle steering committee group that's got banana council and and government officials and nursery and garden and ourselves on it um and we'll make some decisions as we get more information in but it's really early days at this stage
0: so it's still too early to tell how it's gotten back into the northern territory at this point
1: that's right um, we'll, We just don't have a handle on that yet and given it's only been two or three days Mm. um, we probably wouldn't expect to but there'll be significantly more testing done there'll be molecular testing done so so we'll get a better picture and a clearer picture over the coming two to three weeks.
0: Paul talk us through uh, when Banana Freckle when we last had it in the Northern Territory how big an impact or how damaging was it for the industry?
1: Um, It virtually wiped the industry out so um, 2013 we had quite a strong industry here in the Territory, um, but it, it, it pretty well decimated the industry and, and it's never really recovered. Um, we've got some large commercial growers still, but um, I guess for, the, for those larger growers, they had to start from ground zero, so um, my heart goes out to them. And, mm-hmm. and whilst we're dealing with a, a plant pest at the moment, um, there is a very strong human element in this as well. So, you know, it doesn't only affect the backyard, backyard growers at affects the commercial growers and as well as that the employees as well that would be um you know thinking well you know what am I going to do for a job now so it has some some broader implications
0: mate how are they feeling at the moment I would understand you know I would imagine that you've had a few discussions how is everybody feeling at the moment in the industry
1: um, a little bit shell shocked, to be honest, and you know, a, a lot of people were just starting to get on the feet on their feet after the last incursion. Um, it took a long time to get back to trade, um, and for, for those guys, it, it really is you know heart wrenching, um, and and they're doing it really tough. So um, the one thing that that all the people that are listening today can do is go and buy an extra kilo bananas this week um most of the bananas that you buy in the main supermarkets here and around the markets are all produced here in the territory
0: mate i love my bananas i have them every single morning so i am um you know i am somebody who's thinking gee i feel for the industry at this point they must be um feeling pretty nervous hoping that this is contained and you know at the end of the day our exports all around the country and around other parts of the world are such a huge part um of the Northern Territory. We rely so heavily on our farmers, no matter what, uh, you know, what crop we're talking about. But I really hope that, uh, you know, that we've got this thing under control or that we are able to keep it under control so that it doesn't impact them.
1: And it's certainly really important from from our image overseas. Australia is very much the the clean, green image, and and, and we fight really hard. We've got world's best practice in biosecurity, so um, we are very conscious that we need to protect our image um, for all of those markets and all of those other products. Mm. So, um, you know, we've got to continue to invest in biosecurity, and and you know, the next outbreak's only a moment away.
0: Well, it's always good to catch up with you, Paul. Um, I wish it was under better circumstances. Keep us under under. Uh, we'll keep us up to date and let us know how things are tracking along. But yeah, we're certainly thinking of you all and and hoping that this is uh, is not going to end up like it did those years ago.
1: Thanks, Katie. And for any of the listeners out there that have bananas, please keep an eye on them, give them a little bit of extra love and care, and if they don't look right, please report them to the plant health. Pest, uh, plant health helpline.
0: Yeah, and I have got that number here, so I'll read that out for our listeners in a couple of moments. Uh, Paul Burke, the CEO of NT Farmers, thanks for your time this morning.
1: Thanks, Katie. Thank Bye, mate.
0: you.